Welcome back to the Game Link Podcast. I'm your host, Lebby, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, Elmer. Hi, dear holder. Um, today, we're going to be talking about um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the new Sonic movie. <clears throat> um, but before we, we get into that, uh, how was your week, Elmer? Start of the week, pretty good. Last 72 hours, I've been living hell and a half. So um, let's just say that being able to go to the movie with a good friend of mine, my girlfriend, and beginning to meet a new f- friend to be, it uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we'll get into one of the other details about the movie that I was completely like, okay, I'm gonna walk out of this halfway through. I know it, but turn around, didn't happen to happen. No spoilers for the end there, but yeah, nah, not to go into too many details, but uh, <laughs> whew, the past 72 hours have been fun, and I think a lot of you feel me there. Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, an interesting week for for me for sure. But uh, all I all I really did was was play a little bit more of Satisfactory. Um, yeah, otherwise it was a real real boring week. But I I love Sonic, so I've been super excited to talk about this movie and to see this movie. <clears throat> I've seen his calendar. It's literally X'd off days with a <laughs> countdown to when Sonic 2 is coming out. So Yeah, I, I wanted to see it the day it released, and some theaters were even playing it like a day ahead of time. <clears throat> but um, I ended up waiting until today to see it. Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was pretty pretty fun day today. Um, so with the second movie, we're going to be talking about the second game, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, for the Sega Genesis, um, I I do actually own this game, a Genesis copy of it, and I have played it. I don't know if I've actually beaten it, but I did play it a lot um, when I was like growing up and stuff. So it is a very dear game to me, and it's considered to be like the best Sonic game by a lot of Sonic fans. <clears throat> um, so after the, the success of the first Sonic the Hedgehog game, um, Sega was like, well, let's start making another one like pretty much right away. So they, they moved uh, production to uh, San Francisco, this place called uh, uh, the Sega Technical Institute in San Francisco. Um, it was led by Mark Cerny, who went on to help create the characters uh, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. So they had a lot of good talent along with like Yuji Naka to make the second game. The same guy who designed Crash Bandicoot also designed Spyro. Yeah. Now, I do know that Naughty Dog, as well as Insomniac Games, were literally across the street from each other for most of their development period and stuff like that. And that they were friends enough to put little references to each other in each other's games. Oh, yeah. But literally, the same guy who designed Spyro and the guy who designed Crash Bandicoot are the same person. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Cerny. He's, he's great. I mean, granted, I mean, he's still working for Sony, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, uh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's, he's got... I, I should pull up his Wikipedia later and look up what else he's done, but um, I've definitely heard the name thrown around. Um, but um, <clears throat> Yuji Naka said that it was it was great for them to develop in San Francisco in the United States because he got better feedback from the children here in the U.S. Um, and they really wanted this game to be 
like good like they really cared about this game a lot um especially since sequels don't always live up to the expectations um sega mm-hmm. like really wanted to follow up with a smash hit and uh the, the the biggest changes they made to the game formula were um where they they lifted the speed limit on sonic because they wanted to feel like you would feel like you were you know faster than the first one and stuff uh which feels great and then they also added a two-player mode so you could have somebody playing as tails along with you um and they they actually said that they ended up removing a bunch of stuff from the game and that if they didn't remove anything it would it would have been three times the size <laughs> so they yeah they they went all out for this one so here's the bigger question when you say that about just they implemented tails then for the co-op feature here's my question did they think to themselves just to differentiate it let's make a character who operates differently than sonic and simultaneously is so different in appearance at the same time that you you know you're not going to miss him on or miss the other character on screen or do you think they were really close to going, yeah, screw it, well, let there be two Sonics on screen, we'll turn this one pink, put a purple bow in her hair, it's Sonic. <clears throat> Boom. Yeah, I I actually don't know about that, if that's ever even been discussed based on what I was looking up, but I'm pretty sure Tails was was planned because there's, there's uh, a little bit of game mechanic around his character where you, like, wait and he'll actually pick you up so you can get to certain parts of the level. So it seems like something that's baked in, but uh, who knows? I, I mean, come on. You've seen what some of the stuff that uh, Sega <laughs> has crapped out over the years. Tell me at one point they weren't well, thinking, well, if we would have done like a Mrs. Pac-Man kind of situation, it probably would have helped a little cheaper. Well, they 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 did uh, they did really care around this time, so who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, it... Uh, so when it came out, they could tell pretty soon, like pretty much right away, that uh, it was gonna be like better than any game the company has ever sold. Like that it was gonna perform better. And uh, so because of this confidence, the uh, the marketing began to draft elaborate promotions like Sonic Tuesday. Um, and like just really go hard on marketing uh, they had a teaser poster with the slogan are you up to it with the number two because you know Sonic 2 um, I thought you are just going to say are you up and then just have like, what looks like <laughs> you up <laughs> like suggestive fuck look boy as... Sonic yep. <laughs> I thought we were going to I thought we said we weren't going to talk about the fan god damn it um, yeah but they, they like Sega bet big that they had a massive hit on their hands and they wanted it to be as much of a celebration as it was a product launch. Um, the stakes were so high for Sega that the game was um, like polished up until the very last second. And then they flew, um, they flew to Japan, like the production of the, like the final production. They had two different copies in two different planes, just in case something happened to one of them. <laughs> but they both arrived safely. So, so. keeping a, fo- a nuclear football with the president <laughs> and the vice president of the United States. Yeah, it's crazy. They uh, they were really concerned 
Um, but I mean, they they really had a smash hit here. Like this is a great game. If you're if you're wanting to get into the um, like the two D Sonics, this is a great place to start. The first one is always fun and it's a classic, but it's a little slower than and clunkier feeling than you might want. Yeah, no, that's one thing I remember hearing somebody once describe. I think it might have been um, previously recorded. They did an episode on it where they talked about the first Sonic game. The key to actually beating it is to actually slow the hell down because going fast is going to get you killed. Yeah, in some parts. <laughs> it, it Sonic does this thing where you think, oh, the whole point is to go fast, but... There's actually a lot of parts in like every level that are just like difficult platforming and stuff. So. They are, but here's the thing though, with that difficult platforming, it's more you have to jump onto the right spot at the right moment, or you have to duck or dodge or do whatever you have to do to get around the obstacle, in the Sonic 2 at least for the most part. But I just remember playing the first level on the first Sonic game, I remember you constantly had to then, it wasn't that you just, you know, hit the A button as you're running, you actually have to slow down for a second to make sure you can actually land a jump, or you... Well, you know, maybe at first. Uh, it's been a long time since I played the first one. Yeah, I admit, I rarely ever got behind, uh, beyond Green Hills playing them, but... but uh, es especially, especially, like, Green Hills mm -hmm. is a level that is designed for you to, like, go faster, like, as an introduction to the game. So, um, I don't know. I'll have to actually go replay it. It's been a long time. I have a copy on the shelf ab above us um, of the first three. So, one, two, and Spinball, and Sonic Mania. Or not Mania. Well, yeah, I have that too. But Sonic, what was it called? It's some, like, educational game on the Genesis. Um, but I have a lot of Sonic stuff. Speak and uh, Spell Sonic? No, I think it was like more like you'd you'd make like pictures or something with like preloaded assets, like little bits of land and stuff from Sonic. I can't Wacky Worlds. That's what it's called. Sonic's Wacky Worlds. Are we talking game Sonic, not cartoon era Sonic? Well, it was kind of both at this time. No, I mean, but in the game though, for the assets. Yeah, yeah, the game, not the not the cartoon. Oh, you just maybe have a, almost have a heart attack <laughs> thinking about Sonic says. Remember, if anybody touches you, no Sonic, don't go there, Sonic. No. <laughs> the worst part is it's Urkel that's saying it. <laughs> um, so the the current head of Sonic Team, Takashi uh, Yazuka or Lizuka, man, I can't tell if it's my font. Anyway, um, he. Uh, he worked on Sonic 3, and he even said, like, as someone who worked on Sonic 3, it kind of hurts me to say it, but I do feel like Sonic 2 really is the best of the classic Sonic series. The level design is just really solid, and there are a lot of reasons why I think people still gravitate towards Sonic 2. It happened in America with the perfect mixture of U.S. development staff along with Japanese staff, and everyone talking, discussing, and working together, uh made it a great game for Japanese tastes, but also for American tastes. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, even the, even the people that didn't get to work on it, they're like, yeah, that's kind of what we aim for now. <laughs> yeah, they kind of set the goal. 
Yeah, yeah, I do love that game. I should replay it. I should hook up my my Genesis to my CRT in my office. Play that later on this week. But uh, yeah, that's all I got about the game. Um, I figure we've talked about Sonic enough that I'll save some content for the next Sonic episode. What will the next Sonic episode contain? <laughs> it could be anything. You know, there's a lot of Sonic stuff. Was it a spoiler for the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog when I talked earlier about Sonic Says? <laughs> now nah, you got it. It's going to be Sonic Underground. Oh, man. Please oh, kill man. me. It could be uh, Sonic X. It's not as bad as Sonic or the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so people who are listening to this, <laughs> they don't know this. And it's it's no no issues happen, no problems, but just seeing it today kind of made me a little shocked when I saw Levy because I hadn't seen him in a week, but he had something I've had it happen to me too where either like a inflamed blood vessel or something like oh, that in yeah. your eye. And uh, as I was sitting here, I looked over to him, and right as he said, he goes, it could be anything. I, he just gives me the side eye, and it, there's this bloody red evil-looking <laughs> eyeball looking it's at like, me, and I'm just like... <laughs> it's like a real-life creepypasta. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Sonic to yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of creepypastas, don't you hate when you buy an old game at a garage sale... And then you boot it up, and it's just Mario with bloody eyes screaming. Well, I don't know. I uh, haven't had that happen, but I have <laughs> had it where, you know, you rent some VHS tapes in the library, and some creepy little kid comes crawling out and scrolling around after you, whispering something about something's going to happen in a week. <laughs> and I go, bitch, I've got to, I celebrate the Jewish holidays, though, so can't we skip Shabbos? But, uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, so were you able to... Um... To find much out about the development of this movie and stuff. Are you ready for this one? I sure hope so. Well, as most people can kind of remember, who have any kind of a little bit of film following, um, is that the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie was technically the most successful film internationally. Or no, no, sorry. Uh, not internationally. <laughs> it was the most successful film domestically in the year of 2020. Thanks to a little thing known as the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh. Which we are now stretching into our third year of. But, <clears throat> I digress. Oh, excuse me. So right after that film came out was when a lot of uh, quarantines around the world started locking everything down. And one of the things that happened with that is that they actually put on the back burner officially announcing if they were going to be making a Sonic 2. But considering it was the... Actually, yes. No, it was. It was the highest critically rated video game film of all time. Mm -hmm. And with that, it, well, like I said, was doing enormously well with both fans as well as at the box office itself. You know, you think, oh, yeah, no, it's going to be like a cult film because of that ter terrible, terrible design of Sonic they originally unveiled, <laughs> as we all remember. Speaking of which, I was going to ask you this at the beginning, and I completely forgot, so I'm going to ask yeah. it to you now. And I want you to think about this, really. Say that first film would have still been successful. With the old Sonic with design? with the mean? old, creepy-ass Sonic design. Say, say it was still the same level of success. 
How fucked up do you think Knuckles and Tails would have looked in this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. So the better question is, if that first one would have been successful with those designs, and you can think on this, I'll let you, I'll give it to you to the end of it. Do you think the designs in, of Knuckles and Tails would have worked the same? Like they would have been the same style as the Bad Sonic? Well, more so, do you think the characters would have been as appealing on screen? Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't even have to wait till the end. No, yeah. no, definitely not. <sighs> that, that was a bad design. I would have seen the movie multiple times in theaters either way. <laughs> it was the worst movie ever. I will only see it three more times. Today. Today. <laughs> it's back in line. But, uh, okay, but, uh, you know, with how, I digress, back to what I was talking about. So, with how good that first film did, it still took them upwards of six months to finally announce that, yes, we are in the works of filming the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog sequel. And the crazy bit is, Jim Carrey was not officially signed onto it until about three months before they started shooting. Weird. He was still a little standoffish about it. He's like, eh, maybe. Because apparently, after Ace Ventura 2, and then with Dumb and... Dumber 2. Oh, yeah. I forgot he, he did it. Yeah, Jim Carrey is very, very leery any time to do a sequel. Which makes me feel sad, but at the same time, I can kind of understand some of that. Yeah, like I said before about the game, like it's hard for a sequel to live up to the original. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, the literally after they got... Everybody who worked on the first film came back for the second film here to work on it. So it literally sounds like they probably would have started shooting it six months after the first film came out. It had the pandemic not actually come through and happened. Um, as of this recording, which is April the 11th? Or no, or is it the 10th? Uh, it's the 10th. Oh, it's the 10th. My apologies. April the 10th of 2022, on a $90 million budget, having only just come out in the United States on the 8th, and then previous was a yeah the week previous to that they opened up internationally the movie's currently sitting at 141 million dollars which uh i think we're gonna get a third one on this oh yeah they're gonna at least double their money but uh yeah no like literally everyone who worked on the first one came back for this one to work again although kind of hilariously this is still kind of weird to think about the first film, front and center, is like the American general on the ground who's in it for one scene is Neil McDonough. Yeah. And just one scene. It's like, well, oh, no, he had, a, I guess, a small appearance at the end of the movie, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Poor Neil McDonough. It's like, you are in Band of Brothers, man. Show some self respect. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, the, uh, just. It's something that rarely happens with a lot of films it, in kind of any era is that literally the crew that had previously worked on it will then come back for the subsequent film when they're not, say, like shot consecutively, like back to back to back. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah no, it was really good to see. Um, I'm especially glad that we got Jim Botnick again. Uh, speaking of Jim Botnick, are you going to talk about the rumors going around about him retiring? Apparently, well, here's the thing to take with a grain of salt on that. And I was going to bring that up next. So this interview that came out was released on April Fool's Day. And it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. 
And I believe he didn't actually ever say retiring. No, he said that he was going to take a break for a little bit and that the only things that would really bring him out is if it was really enticing or something that really seemed like it excited him. And considering that Jim Carrey is a fan of video games and he's also a very committed individual, I kind of feel that they'd be able to get him out of retirement pretty quick and easy for a sequel to this, which is all but confirmed as of last week and... Kind of funnily enough, they are also, Paramount Plus is going to be having a Knuckles series, which will be reprised by Idris Elba. Is it going to be about Knuckles? Oh, I, I see, I heard about the series, but I, I'm trying not to give myself too many spoilers. Oh, that would be saying, psych yourself up too much. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm sure, Unless they get a lot of the same people from the movies working on the show, it's going to be a totally different feel. Well, one of the things that might have kind of helped incite this, by the sound of it, of a lot of movies these, or I wouldn't say nowadays, but after they had the idea of, oh, hey, if we make a film and there's a couple characters on it that kind of are interesting or whatnot, why don't we do a spinoff series with them? None of them have really worked in that capacity until... Peacemaker, that just came out not that long ago on HBO mm. at Max. I can really see that being a big influence in, you know, for Peacemaker. They, you know, Warner Brothers had James Gunn come back and actually write and direct multiple of the episodes. But I bet if anything, kind of using that same idea of, well, yeah, if you have the same showrunner as the person who wrote or directed the movie, yeah. that spells actual money-making success right there. I'm thinking they probably might bring them back, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope I hope they get some, some crossover there. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for, for the show, even though their shows always have, like, a more child-friendly approach than even the movies. But, I mean, this is definitely a kid's movie, and it's a good one. That it is, and as I revealed to Levy at the end of the film, as we were washing our hands in the sink in the bathroom, I said, just think, buddy, this is the first film in ten years I've been too sober. <laughs> I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> that wasn't a goal, that was a fluke. <laughs> I would have snuck beer in if it wasn't for the fact that I thought they had a MacGuffins at the AMC that we went to, but nope, no MacGuffins, and it's like, well, that's a rip. Yeah, you know, and, um, gosh, what was it? I thought, th- I thought there was going to be one there, uh, and I was fully prepared to be the, the 30-year-old men at a child's movie in the early afternoon drinking, but, uh... Would you have been drinking whatever the Sonic the Hedgehog special was? <laughs> <laughs> it's a blue icy just covered in vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't even like vodka that much, but I drink it. I did have the I did have the blue icy. So uh you always no, gotta one at the movies. I was half tempted. I was staring and I'm like oh, I'm like I don't I don't eat a lot of sweets anymore and I know this will put me into a diabetic coma, but I'm like, ooh, do I wanna <laughs> grab me one of them blue ices? Those look pretty good. <laughs> um so about the should we should we try to talk about the plot of the movie and not give spoilers or should we just talk about like certain highlights that we liked and like the Easter eggs we saw and stuff like that? I say do that and then at the end of it we can throw a little bit of spoilery bits in there because I think we both have a couple of good tapes on that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, 
The film opens with a I know the way joke. Sorry. I know the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the opening was a really good opening. Uh, you know, it was just just Jim Botnick in the mushroom world, like being crazy. So that was it was fun, but um yeah they had a they had a lot of like little nods to the game and stuff i'm sure i didn't catch them all and i probably won't catch most of them until i watch it a couple more times but uh yeah like i noticed the uh the the coffee shop that robotnik and his assistant work out of is called the mean bean like robotnik's mean bean machine for the sega genesis um there's just like a lot of little stuff like that that was like a really cool nod now here's the one thing that I thought of when he's sitting there in the beginning, you know, when Jim Botnick's sitting there and he's got his clip-on goggles, his romper, his crazy tacky mustache as he's trying to make his own artisanal coffee. I'm like, is he actually going senile on a mushroom planet or is that just an average hipster in Seattle? <laughs> I think he was just kind of going insane. Oh, I think I would too, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what other... There was... Man, there were so many Easter eggs... Um, like, Every time someone's cell phone would go off, it was a different Sonic track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a different, like, I think it was like the, the Green Hill Zone music when Tom, like the, the cop that's taking care of Sonic, when his phone rings, it's Green Hill Zone. Um, no, and there was like, there was like a whole like snowboarding scene, like down a mountain through the trees and stuff, like just like in Sonic Adventure, um, which was really cool because... That level is a lot of fun, even though the snowboarding mechanics in that game are broken. Like, you can turn around and snowboard up the mountain, like, full speed. <laughs> That's as bad as the NASCAR games that let you turn around and drive the wrong way on the track. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, like, Knuckles was really cool. Like, they had him, like climbing walls and gliding and stuff just like he does in the games and uh i don't know just like a lot of little things like i'm trying to think of other stuff that happened like before the the end of the movie but well there's quite a few different film references in this specifically i'm thinking jabbing at some of the actors in this and oh i was kind of giggling at a lot of them um a couple reference they made multiple marvel movie references in this one specifically pointed at Professor X, which, if oh, people yeah. don't know, James Marsden, who's in this, is was Cyclops in the original three X-Men yeah. movies. Technically four, if you've seen <clears throat> some of the later ones. Um, on top of that, Idris Elba was in both Ghost Rider, Spirit of... It, sorry, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. And then he was Heimdall in the Thor movies. And now he's Bloodsport and DC, but that's not Marvel. Uh, but uh, you know, on top of that, uh, Ben Schwartz actually has been a, uh, he was on the MODOK series. And oh, there was one more, and I'm trying to remember the hell, who the hell it was in this. But uh, yeah, I'm sitting there, and yeah, there's a joke going towards Professor X. There is a joke later going after the Winter Soldier that uh, Sonic threw at Knuckles oh. and... Doing the snowboarding sequence. There was a like, limp biscuit joke. There is a, a limp goddamn biscuit joke in the Year of Our Lord 2022 <laughs> in a children's film. Yeah, Robotnik is like 
uh, he says to Knuckles, like, you're as useless as backstage passes to Limp Biscuit." And to that, I just imagine somewhere this weekend, sitting in a $5 movie theater in L.A. was Fred Durst going, Hey! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, like, almost lost my shit at that one. Um, oh, and then the music. There was a lot of good music, except for when there was a whole dance scene to Uptown Funk. I know this sounds like Mad Libs and we're making it up, but I we swear we are not making any of this shit up. Oh, and we forgot to mention when uh, Jim Carrey flossed. No, I just tried to block that out of my mind. Because it's 2022, and that's like, what, a six-year-old meme? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so he flossed, and it's epic. (laughs) But, yeah, there was a lot of good references, and a lot of, yeah, a lot of good music, like, uh, it was like Walk by Pantera at one point, when uh, Robotnik is in there, like, his huge... Huge uh, <laughs> mech. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, that's not too they, much. Or did they show that in the trailer? I don't know, but, you know, that's that's one I'm willing to let go. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, what was another one that they had in there? Um, was it Uncle Luke was the first song when uh, the beginning action sequence when Sonic's in Seattle? Or was it uh, Word Up? No, no, that that was when he was partying at the house oh, later. Oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, no, th- this movie is rolling around in the fact that it is so 1990s. It's kind of beautiful, yeah. by the way, if you really think about it. Oh, and uh, Ben Schwartz, like his character on Parks and Rec, does this thing where he like sings his sentences all the time. And Sonic actually did this a little bit in the movie, like to the same tune that he always does it in Parks and Rec, so that was kind of a cool little little thing that happened. I've literally seen all of maybe four episodes of Parks and Rec with John Ralphio in it, so yeah. that's why I didn't know that about him, and now I want to go back and watch all of Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his character on that show is great, too. Um, yeah, no, and I'm sure there's like a bunch more references that I'm, I'm not getting, but... Uh, yeah, this is definitely one that I'm going to have to go back and see again. And this might be a short-ish episode because we're not really going to give away too many spoilers until probably the end where we'll give a spoiler warning and let everyone click off the video if they don't want spoilers. Oh, the one quick uh, <laughs> quick little joke that I'll throw out quickly that uh, kind of had me and me and Levy here kind of giggling a little bit in the movie theater was um, after their epic Siberian dance sequence, which also, oh, prescient <laughs> Russian dance sequence. Ooh, <laughs> Russian dance up. But um, in that, after they win and they win the hearts and minds of the people of Siberia, which, by the way, when they see them and they're like, oh, demons, throw them in the fire. I'm like thinking at first, I'm like, that's a little harsh. And then I'm like, wait, no, these are literally two anthropomorphic, mismatched, <laughs> colored, talking animals wearing yep. shoes and no pants and i'd be like yeah no you're definitely going in the fireplace <laughs> but um after they win that they're cuddled up by the fireplace you know warming themselves and they fall asleep and then they wake up the next morning and somebody is cuddled up the sonic on the other side of tails and <laughs> i just leaned over to uh levy and i just go oh that was nice of them to give chris chan a cameo in the movie <laughs> 
And it was at that Gosh. moment I said, I just made a Chris Chan joke in front of a bunch of children. <laughs> they are going to be filling out a, a um, oh shit, an Amber Alert <laughs> on me as we speak. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other good stuff, but yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna have to go see this again, uh, or maybe maybe you wait to until it comes to video, but I'm probably gonna have to go see it again in theaters. There's not much else playing right now. I think it'd be golden. Yeah, but um, yeah. So should we give a spoiler warning and and talk talk about some spoilers here real quick? I, I'd say yeah. Let's do that. All right, so anyone who's going to be ending it here, uh, check us out. Gamelink.click is where you can find us on any other platform you might want us on. Um, all right, let's talk spoilers. Okay, anybody who can look you dead in the eye and say, oh, no, Jim Carrey turning green and having an all-powerful laser shooting out of him with advanced technology, no, I totally didn't think of Batman Forever. It's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah... No, no, this isn't a bad thing. I'm just saying, I was like, holy shit, I'm having flashbacks no, yeah. to the Grinch. I, yeah, I never even, like, put that together about, like, the the Riddler or the Grinch or anything. Um, but, yeah, that I mean, that does make sense. He does look good in green, so. So, anyway, <laughs> spoiler, Jim Carrey, or sorry, Jim Robotnik, Jim Botnik. Was that what we are calling him, Jim Botnik? Yeah, Jim Botnick. Okay, yeah. Jim Botnick. I was also trying to remember what his crazy ex was, but I can't think of her name <laughs> off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Jim Botnick somehow gets something called the Chaos Emeralds that is apparently a part of Sonic that I never got to when I played you, the games. <laughs> that's like the whole point of the games. I thought I was just, you're just rescuing cute little animals trapped in robots, and then you go fight a guy that looks like Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters. No, you got to collect all the Chaos Emeralds, and then they form together to make the Master Emeralds. How does Mario make more less drug sense than this? I don't know, man. I <laughs> I guess I just never actually got that far in the game to pay attention to it. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's oh, okay. No. Yeah, no, that's a that's a thing and uh the they like kind of take the master emerald's power a little more more literally in the movie, which is kind of cool. Like you the person like grabs it, it absorbs it, and then they get crazy, like stupid crazy powers. Um, but of course, because of that, uh, we get a huge fight scene at the end with uh, Robotnik and his giant Robotnik mech, and uh, Sonic goes uh, goes supersonic and defeats him, and it's it's a really good scene. Um, and then. All I, could, all I kept thinking the entire time was, how is this a better live-action Dragon Ball movie than the actual live-action Dragon Ball Z movie? Because <laughs> most movies are better. Good point. <laughs> um, but like the, I, I thought the final fight scene was, was really good. Mm -hmm. um, and then, should we give away the biggest spoiler of all yet? No, I think we can let that simmer on the back burner for a little right. longer. Or oh, you take up the spoiler of... <gasps> That one weird general with the pension for giving out Olive Garden gift certificate gifts. He's back in this movie. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, he's back, and he does uh, he does cancel an Olive Garden reservation at one point. 
So, uh, you know, there's more product placement for you. Where's the other one? There's another, like, really big candid one. You're just like, what the hell? Um, I can't. I can't remember who else you would be talking about. You mean like a big cameo? Not a cameo, but like product placement. It's like in your face. Oh. No, it wasn't the bottle of Pucker's Margarita Mix that was at that wedding bar, which, oh, what kind of... (laughs) No, I can't think of it. Oh, because there's another one that I just remember seeing going, oh, come on. (laughs) No, I, I don't think I noticed that one. Oh, it was Chevy again. That's what it was. Because oh, they specifically yeah. name-dropped Chevys like six times in the movie. It's just like, oh, Chevy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was it was great, though. Like, I, I definitely want to watch it again uh, so I can absorb more. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, Knuckles um, was a great addition. Like, uh, Idris Elba did a great job, and, like, his powers did seem a little exaggerated. Like, he was, like, also super fast and, like, had, like, red lightning and Sonic had blue lightning. And it's like, I knew he was powerful and can, like, glide and stuff, but I didn't know that he had the same type of thing going on as Sonic did. So I never played beyond the second game. So Knuckles came in in the third game, I take it? Um, no, I think he was in the second game. He was, oh, was he, too? He was, like, an enemy. And he's in a kit now? Yes. How do his powers coordinate with his four-headed penis, which I think I also brought up last <laughs> I I don't know if that's something they planned for his character. Because it does look a little like a knuckle, but, no. uh, never mind. <laughs> now I'm confused at which game was his introduction. Yeah, my apologies. Completely derailed that there, folks, to make him go play the Wikipedia game. But uh... <laughs> wow, that Impala was really flying down the road there. Holy cow! Sorry, <laughs> loud traffic out front here. Um, let's see. I was trying to think what else. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you could, you could do. Yeah, Knuckles was in Sonic too. No, he wasn't Sonic. Yeah. yeah, and they even had it. So for the the Sonic Three and Knuckles um, game, you could plug Sonic Two into Sonic Three and play as Knuckles in Sonic Two. So then, would would Knuckles fight Knuckles in the one <laughs> sequence? I I don't know. I've never actually done it, but it's a. Uh... Yeah, it was weird. They like made it backwards compatible. It just swapped a character sprite is all. Hmm. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, should yeah, I all I can think about is like the yeah the end sequence. Yeah, the the end sequence. How like how they set up the next movie? Well, hilariously on the drive down, Archangel turns to me and goes, "Hey, do you think they'll introduce blank?" And I laughed, and I said, well, if they do, I'm going to have to make an enormous erection joke to Levy in the theater. <laughs> and after seeing the look on his face when that, with that reveal, I leaned over and said, Levy, zip up your fly. I can feel your erection. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I think we should not say who it is. I'm sure people will find out eventually on the Internet if they're looking, but... 
Um, I totally thought it was not going to be this character that they announced for the next movie. I thought they were going to more follow like the the storyline of the 2D Sonic games. Um, but they they surprised me with the choice, and um, I'm still excited though. I'm still excited. I think it's going to be a cool third movie, and I I can't wait. And you know what? You know what? Spoilers be damned. I'll just say it. Who would have thought we would have seen Rouge the Bat just putting him up against the glass like that? (laughs) They gave the internet exactly what they wanted, Elmer. And it's something I never knew I needed. (laughs) Oh, I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that I needed it or we both need it? Or that you wanted it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) So anyway... um, I I don't think we can talk too much more without giving away like the whole movie, so I won't do that to you guys. Do you have anything else to add, Elmer, before we do Bop or Flop? I do. Um, just imagine with how many times they made little snide references here, there, and everywhere to Vin Diesel and the Fast and the Furious franchise between both these films. And now they literally ended this film with... Nothing is stronger than family. And I imagine Vin Diesel sitting in a theater somewhere going, Hey! <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they made a Vin Diesel reference in the first one, too. Yep. Because that's all about family, Tom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... So, bop or flop, Elmer? Well, considering... Uh, well, I was probably the... Probably the second oldest per second oldest guy in that theater without a child accompanying me. <laughs> if you don't count Archangel, but that's Which... only by height, not by age. But uh, anyway, uh, no, I was you know being there with my friends on a Sunday afternoon, completely sober. There's a little bit of a sobering feeling in and of itself of me going, "What am I doing with my life?" But you know what? <laughs> For what it was. It was a fun movie. I I actually ended up having a good time. And as I said earlier, I had a terrible past three days. This really helped to brighten my day up. And I could not be happier than saying that. I'm glad we did this. Today. Oh, yeah. So I thank am you. Too. It's, it's a bop. Definitely a bop. Okay. Yeah, I also think it was a bop. Uh, I was a little worried that it was not going to live up to my expectations but it did i don't know if i like it more than the first one or not i'd probably have to see it about a half dozen more times to make that decision (laughs) um but i i thought it was charming a real cheesy at times but um a great kids movie for sure um great addition to the to the franchise so definitely a bop for me as well and it was definitely bonus having uh having other people to go see it with me mm. so um yeah with that uh we definitely recommend this movie to you guys so uh hopefully you can you can catch it soon and then we can talk in my twitch chat about it later because i can talk about sonic all day mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but with that if you want to find out where else to listen to us or to watch our youtube video um podcast instead of just audio go to gamelink.click Uh, We got everything there, uh, including Patreon and stuff. So with that, I guess we'll end it and uh, do a Q&A if anyone's still here. So 
Um, we hope you have a great week. Um, I guess we should announce now that we are going to be taking a week off for for Easter. Mm-hmm. I got to make me some really good smoked whiskey ham. So. <laughs> but when we come back, we'll have a, a guest on our show. And we'll be talking about a, a game and movie that they really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see you all in two weeks. Stay safe, stay sexy, folks. <laughs>